Super Talk Mississippi media production. Sign up for a six-month bottled water contract for your home or office today and get your first five-gallon bottle free. Visit watertomydoor.com and use code DRINKITIN at checkout. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, you know, one of the topics you hear us talk about, myself and various people along the coast, certainly certainly any of the mayors of, of coastal Mississippi certainly think about this. I would think Gulfport probably thinks about it as much or more than any of them, uh, is this whole notion of the blue economy. And, uh, you know, what I wanted to do is give you a little bit of a like of a primer on what that really is. And then we're going to be visiting here shortly with Mayor Billy Hughes and talk more specifically about it. But if you look at the World Bank and what it says about what the blue economy is, you, it says a sustainable use of ocean resources for economic growth, improve livelihoods and jobs while preserving the health of ocean ecosystems. There's a lot of other definitions along the way, like what like. There's one or, or like several definitions that expand the definition of blue economy to include most economic se- sectors that use ocean or inland waters. Like, for example, fisheries or a- aquaculture, tourism, shipping, biotechnologies, uh, maritime security, mining, oil and gas, renewable energies. So if you if you think about that term as it relates to coastal Mississippi, you would certainly think about it being about ocean industries such as fisheries, tourism marine transport. Uh, You could think about new and emerging activities like offshore renewable energy, aquaculture, marine biotechnology, bioprospecting. It's very inclusive when you hear that word. But where did the term come from? Because it was actually a new term for me uh, until a year or so ago. Actually, it was the the European Union came up with a, a term, a concept called blue growth. And that was in 2012. It was the Committee on Regions that began that conversation and uh, ultimately sort of proclaimed that. Um, and then uh, along the way, that, that blue growth piece ended up becoming or sort of morphing into the blue economy. And if you do a search, what you'll find is literally countries all over the world are focused on the blue economy. I even saw the Korean uh, Maritime Institute was focusing on the blue economy as a way to help economic development in, in, in developing countries. So there's a lot of focus on this around the world. And you can imagine with coastal Mississippi being a, a coastal community with this incredible port and all the infrastructure coming into that port, that there has to be great opportunity for us. So I wanted to talk more about it today with Mayor Billy Hughes. And without any further ado, I'll move over to my friend, Mayor Billy Hughes and just say good morning how are you hey how you doing ricky look we're going to talk about the blue economy i want to talk about some big events coming up in the city but looking back on mardi gras first of all world-class weather you guys had a lot of success uh and no big you know it, it went smoothly didn't it it was it was great you know you're always watching the weather but uh we usually pull one off uh across the coast rain or shine and but it's always good when the weather cooperates but uh, it, it comes back to us coming out of this whole COVID mindset. No matter what we're doing, there seems to be larger and bigger crowds, and it speaks to how, how you know, we just were so suppressed uh, from from everything that went with that uh, pandemic and what we learned. And folks are ready to get out, and it really is a tribute 
um, to not just the continued resiliency of our community, but the opportunities we have here. And, you know, we have folks that continue to discover us on top of that, that secret coach thing. So, um, you know, we're seeing bigger crowds at just about every type of event that we're putting on. That's really cool. You know, the other thing I watched closely on on uh, on social media was Second Street's kind of a unique place in in Gulfport, but the so- Second Street Social Club, what Matt McDonald and Billy Rubel and that group put together, and I saw all you know past mayors and and you, you of course there. You played with the band there, had a great collection of artists in, in that band. By the way, I, I I saw that on social media, but that was a fun event, wasn't it? It was a whole lot of fun, and what was what was great, it was homegrown. You know, it's, of course, the Matt McDonald production is going to be just off the chain anyway, but they really did a lot of advanced planning, but it's an enthusiasm that came from that neighborhood, and, you know, that's something we'd like to see replicate in, in neighborhoods that have their own unique flavor throughout the city. It was just kind of, their, you know, Second Street kind of owned it. They invited everybody to come to it. Um, but there are, there are uh, you know, identifiable communities that if they want to do the same thing, we're going to encourage that. But it was just part of the fun, part of the celebration. What was nice is, is Gulfport's parades are typically considered to be very family friendly. And this was no exception, particularly with the uh, majority of the, the floats being uh, golf carts. Uh, you know, you had a few cars in there, but there were no huge floats. It was just easy and it was a lot of fun with it. So the way it grew from an idea to this really remarkable um, uh, laid back event was was very nice. And like I said, we had that threat of rain, but you know, we'll give thanks to the Pastor Strand. They say it never rains on the Pastor Strand parade and it was about the same time frame. So we'll give them the credit for making sure the weather was good. <laughs> you know, Bay St. Louis has Lunny Grawl, and it's a it's a bunch of uh, golf carts as well that has really grown to yeah. something really special. Yeah. And th- this is going to be the this is going to be the same kind of thing. What what's interesting to me, and you can't you, you got to point this out. You think about Second Street and the post Katrina world that those people faced. You know, w- whether they rebuild or not, some were able to rebuild, some had to start from scratch. But you know, it really defines resiliency, doesn't it? I, I would think that's going to one of those uniform characteristics you find across the coast, but areas that uh, have been particularly uh, susceptible to that type of damage, you know, it shows what's possible yeah. and how, how we handle things. Well, you heard what I said about blue economy. I wanted to define it for people who you know hear that term. What does it mean? What would you add to what I described? Uh, I, I think you pretty much encapsulated it, but it is just about making the most of your waterfront. You know, uh, most great cities that you see have a waterfront and take advantage of it. Some have a waterfront and don't don't capitalize on that or take uh, you know and tend to take it for granted. We are so well situated as a community. Matter of fact, where our state point is, port is, if you take the point of Texas and the in the southern tip of Florida and you come up. We're just about the dead center for the geographic point of the Gulf of Mexico, which makes us a fantastic spot for commerce, for deployment, for not only going out into the Gulf very quickly and easily, but taking products into the uh, heartland of America. So that's why we've always had a bit of an advantage. And it's one of those things that the port is, continues to be redeveloped, re- rediscovered, particularly with that state of the art. Um, situation it finds itself in after all that Katrina rebuild. So the University of Southern Mississippi, they saw an opportunity with their um, uh, you know, marine sciences and they, t- they retold their entire curriculum and really put a focus down here, seeing where the potential is for more businesses to come. Governor Bryant, he had all that go Mason money and a lot of opportunity through the uh, picking it up from Governor Bryant. The monies that were coming into the state, how we're going to maximize that 
and create what is truly a center of excellence, a research and development facility that up until now did not exist on the Gulf of Mexico. You've got Scripps on one coast and um, Woods Hole on another east and west with nothing in the Gulf. So I really think they saw an opportunity and a need here. Um, and so you, you combine that waterfront, the ability to do that research with uh, what uh, predominantly is unmanned drone, underwater drones, those sorts of things. And we're seeing companies like um, Ocean Aero uh, found out what we had here. And they liked what they saw when they got here. They had their same ideas about, oh, Mississippi, I don't think so. And then they got here and said, oh, yeah, we're coming. And so um, I was able to ask their, C their CEO a question the other day at a forum that we had. I said, well, how was that? He said, well, we're talking to other companies that want to come and they're saying, really? He said, oh yeah, you got to come check it out. Cost of living, food, people, around year-round climate, everything you talk about, we try to push and, and, and educate folks about it. So it is starting to happen. So you take those developments, you take NOAA and uh, Naval Oceanographic with that center that is being built at the port right now, it's going to be two to three hundred scientists that are coming into the area with their families. They're going to be networking, having other folks come. I mean, I see you nodding your head, and you get it, you get this. But now, you know, we go back to the investment that we made in the aquarium, thinking it would be a catalyst, rounding out. It's it's not one thing for our coast. It's a lot of different, unique characteristics and personalities of our cities. Um, you know, uh, I, I, but I, I'm the guy to promote Gulfport, along with a lot of other folks. And quite frankly, we are a great center point for a lot of the synergy that's going on but what benefits one benefits us all so that aquarium has changed the you know the physical profile of our city and these things are starting to help the economic profile as well so what is next is um uh, what we're calling city center and it, it's hopefully we get some funding and some help to get that multi uh, multi-use building right at the corner of highway 49 and 90 that's going to provide some high-end housing for these folks who are coming to the area they may not want a house but they want a nice apartment and they want a walkable downtown and then the dominoes go in a great great fashion and people start to invest look at Sully's the, the new restaurant on 30th Avenue they're kind of the bookend for our west end of downtown now going back to the aquarium district on the east end and and things are growing um, yeah, the Interstate 10 corridor, I-10 and 49, Orange Grove, 605, that whole area is blowing up. And we've got some really, really um, trying challenges with respect to traffic flow. But, you know, that's part of uh, what happens when you grow a city. It is for sure. Hey, listen, we're coming to the end of this segment. When we come back on the other side. We'll just kind of continue to build these blocks of, you know, when they work together, it not only creates a real sense of a place that people want to live, work, and play in, but it yeah. has so many different characteristics from an economic development point of view. But we'll continue our conversation with Mayor Billy Hughes as we continue our conversation about the blue economy. And we'll look forward to uh, some events that are coming up for the city as well. We'll see you after this break. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Billy Hughes, the mayor of the city of Gulfhorn. And you know, as I've said many times on this show, some of the funnest conversations actually take place during the breaks. And Billy and I were just sharing stories of fish we've lost along the way. But man, when you, you know, it's what's cool about that about the conversation you and I were having about fishing is that there's just a lot for people to do in coastal Mississippi. And I love the fact that we are really focused on increasing the number of opportunities, uh, you know, up in the standard and, and quality of life for people so that we can live, work and play in a place that's second to none in America. But man, we got a lot to work with here don't we we have a huge diversity of offerings just our net you start with our natural resources you could spend days just talking about that but you can go blue water fishing you can go inshore fishing it's for salt water you can go you know in the rivers for 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 you know bass or whatever it's 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 whatever you're looking for you can go doing eco tours you know you talk to a lot of our residents and it's amazing how many people have never been to the barrier islands you know they're just absolutely pristine and beautiful and if you want to see some true wildlife and, and wild habitat that's it's just in our back back door um it's just it's just so neat and so we talk about diversity i think you probably got it from our economy our people our offerings and resources just take your pick and that's why i make the, this makes such a fantastic place to live I watch, I enjoy, I've said this a bunch of times to you, but I enjoy watching you as the mayor of, of Gulfport because your years in the legislature, as I said in our first conversation, really position you to be a good mayor because you understand how the systems work. You understand how politics work. And, uh, you know, you're you're just a fun-loving guy. You're a drummer. I'm a drummer. You know, drummers seem to tend to be a little bit, you know, I don't know, wild or funny. I don't know how you want to say it. But you like life. And and you want you want you're really focused on, you know what what is it going to take to increase the quality of living and and you take the sum total of your experiences and you bring it together but you never get too serious that you're not able to have fun and I I like that about you, um, so as we as we sort of kind of wind down the last segment of today's show what what are some of the big events coming up for for the city of Gulfport. Well, I'm going to get to that, but, you know, just because your jobs are serious doesn't mean you have to be all the time. Yeah. We've got to enjoy other folks and, and get our energy from that. But I, I got I got a question for you I posed to, to Paula. You know, what we do, you and I are very blessed with having some great wives, and they really make us um, more complete and whole and help us make sure that we get the most out of life because of them. But you know what the three words every woman longs to hear? Which ones? I'm a drummer. <laughs> of, course. of course now i've got some guitarists and bass players that might disagree with that but that's okay um look no um, we're we're uh really we're kind of retooling things internally to make sure that we are customer oriented we really want to be uh serious about that open for business and geared for a good time um, but also making sure where people interface with us, that they're coming away with a good, uh, efficient uh, experience and a positive one. And so um, we're, we're taking a look at some of our processes, but at the same time, we're also making sure that we're maximizing and spreading the opportunities for folks to come out and recreate and make the most of it. Some events are paid, a lot of them are free. Um, the Ugly Tie Fest, you know, we just did it on a whim last year and uh, the Super Talk stations were big sponsors and really helped push that. But it was a huge hit on Father's Day weekend. It was a food truck festival, and people came out, had a lot of good music for that. Uh, Cinema by the Shore, it's, it's something we do every year, but you know, families can come out with their kids 
on um, on weekend nights you know, when we have it and we're showing these family friendly movies there's pizza there's popcorn and kids just come out and kind of hang and watch a movie and sing along with the soundtrack or whatever that's the that's some of the easy things but we're looking at festivals we're already uh, in earnest planning a gumbo festival that's going to be competition oriented in the fall uh, but you know you've got so many things that come annually cruising the coast is always going to roll around which is a coast-wide celebration our um, harbor lights uh, that, that we did this year record numbers of people uh, 110,000 folks came to Harbor Lights can you believe that just in you know a little over five years how it's grown to the you know number one draw in Mississippi uh, and in the top 10 in America as far as Christmas display so you've got you've got those things um, we're, we're you're going to see a lot of construction near the aquarium where we finally have an overpass that's going to be going on and dealing with those hundreds of thousands of people who cross that dangerous intersection of highway 90 uh and, tw and 20th avenue so a lot of fun um sounds by the sea is going to be coming um, um the, the rapiscan golf tournament is going to be at the grand bear this year so it is back there working very hard for it but again this is another event that brings people into our market and shows them things that uh, they otherwise not, may not seen. You know, the equestrian festival, that's a welcome secret up at County Farm Road. And it's really not a secret, but a lot of folks don't have an appreciation for how many people come into the area uh, and, and bring, you know, bring their money, bring their horses, uh, enjoy our facilities. We're, we're blessed. That's another thing. You've got facilities that can handle equestrian shows. You've got these great sportsplex that where you can do soccer and baseball and softball, a lot of travel teams. So, we, we're kind of become a destination on a lot of levels, and um, we're we're our, our hotels are struggling to meet the demands. Our you know road infrastructure is, is challenged, um, and uh, and and housing people who want to live here. Let me tell you, we've got a housing shortage right now, which again uh, is a good problem. But we're trying to catch up with that. Gulfport Job Corps, thirty million dollars. Uh, in, in, in the city that's going to be a groundbreaking. It's been in the works for over five years now, but that's going to put a new face on, on West Gulfport as well. Tremendous, well, tremendous Billy, things happening. Yeah, we're out of time, but here's the thing. we got to commit that we're going to visit a little bit more regularly because there's so much to talk about. I enjoy spending time with you. I think people get a lot out of our meetings when we have a ch chance to chat. It's been a great talking about the blue economy. I look forward to seeing great yeah. things to come for the city. Have a great day, my friend. All right, y'all take care. Thanks. Appreciate you. You bet. Thank you very much, and we'll see you tomorrow. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.